Welcome to the Reach Higher Podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. What a title, right? You're failing at being you. Well, I'm going to approach this episode a little differently than I normally would. I'm actually going to answer that question right off the bat. And then I'm going to work backwards to prove my case and help you fix the problem. So you're failing at being you because you are far more than what you know. You are capable of more, you can have more, and you can be more right now. But let me be clear, this isn't some cheap motivational speech. I couldn't give less of a damn about whether or not you're motivated by this. Motivation is utterly worthless. I'm telling you that you are scientifically more than you think. It's proven not up for discussion but you don't step into that power because your identity is limiting and because you're not feeding your mind on a consistent basis in ways that will expand your thinking most of the time you're more concerned about the food feeding your stomach than you are the thoughts feeding your identity we tend to think that we're growing or improving simply because time is going by but time does not improve us decision making does Do you think that the thoughts in your head have evolved that much over the past five years? Research shows that the chances of that are pretty low. You think that when an idea pops up in your mind, it was brand new? Again, the chances of that are pretty low. The reason is, is that 98% of your thoughts are identical to the ones you had yesterday. Only 2% of what you're thinking was actually creative conditioning from our environment, how we were raised, things we hear our friends say, our old thought processes, all of these developed 98% of what's happening in your head at this very moment. Now listen, I'm not trying to call you basic. I'm not saying you're just a carbon copy of your experiences. What I am saying is that each one of us has insane capacity. We have abilities and a level of creativity so great that we don't even have the brain power to fully comprehend it, but we waste it because we have no idea how to tap into that creativity. That's exactly what we're going to talk about today, how to create for yourself a more empowering identity and how to expand your mind. Doing the work in these two areas will allow you to be the creative, unique person you were always meant to be. The person that can actually get stuff done. The person you need to be if you want to live a life with less limitations. So let's tackle this identity concept. Let's get working on a more empowering identity for you that you can put into action today. You know, it's pretty ironic. We live in a society where people pride themselves on being an individual. It is the very idea of being different. The idea of making our own decisions that gives us feelings of pride and accomplishment. We often connect our worth as human beings to how different we think we are. If me and Samantha both have nice hair, then my hair is longer. If me and John both play basketball, well then, I play better than he does. In our minds, we have to be different, we must be superior, and we must be special. Because our ego loves that. Even if we want to be part of the crowd like most people do, we want to stand out in a good way. But the question is, why? Why is this idea of me so important? How much do I have? 
What are my talents? How many people like me? The answer is, we live in a generation where our egos are more important than ever. Every chance we get, we're trying to puff ourselves up. Puff up the image of how we view ourselves. Think about it. Have you ever realized how many times we check our social media after we post a picture? Five minutes goes by, right? Hmm. Okay, okay, let me check. Let me just check once and see how many likes I have on my picture. Okay, okay, it's been another five minutes. I wonder if I've got any more likes. It's all because we want to feed our me addiction. Like a heroin addict searching for their next fix. As long as I can satisfy that craving, everything is good. But there's a huge problem there. We're failing to make the distinction between our ego and our identity. Our ego is the part of us that needs to feel big, important, superior. The thing that wants to say I'm more awesome than everyone else, even if it's not true. And we all know that most of the time, it's really not. If we tie our self-perception to our ego, then we'll not only be limited, but constantly unsatisfied. Plus, when the ego gets crushed, we're screwed. The best course of action is to shrink the ego as much as possible and focus on creating a powerful identity. Now that can be something completely different. The identity is how we create our concept of self. Who am I? What do I value? What ideas and characteristics represent me? It is these things that mold our identity and the beauty is we can mold them to be whatever we want. Even though much of our identity was given to us over the course of our lives, a major process in becoming the real you is identifying what parts of that identity are beneficial and what parts of it should be replaced with something better that represents who we want to be. Maybe you identified yourself as a person with a fiery temper in the past and it felt good to you because it made you feel powerful and those around you reinforced it. But if you want to be a respected business owner one day, you'll probably need to evolve past that identity trait because it may be cool to someone immature or to someone who hasn't gotten beyond it, but it's not effective. You see, how we view ourselves is a big deal. It's what ultimately creates our identity. Whether or not we love ourselves, how we feel on a daily basis, what we do, and how we allow ourselves to think all come back to our identity. Our perception of self will determine all of that. So that makes two things very important. Number one, it's important that we create an empowering identity for ourselves. One that doesn't just feel good because it feels natural or because everyone else is doing it. We need identity traits that are going to make what we want possible. Bottom line, your true self can have what you dream of, but you may not be evolved enough yet to step into that dream. Remember that. Okay, number two, and I want you to really hear what I'm about to say. It's important that we shape our identity with the right things. Now, what do I mean by that? Since we create our identity, meaning it wasn't given to us, we form it. We get to choose what factors we focus on in order to design it. Oftentimes, people will form their identity around always being right or being the best at something, like the prettiest or the smartest. The problem is, these are all fragile identity builders. 
that are more about strengthening the ego than about being your most effective self. There will always be someone smarter or better looking than you, and unless you live under a rock, you will be wrong a lot. So instead, form your identity around things that are within your control. I personally know that I'm not always going to be the smartest person in the room, but I can always be a learner. I pride myself in the fact that I'm always in a state of learning, that I'm willing to ask questions and learn from anyone. It's because I've tied learning to my identity that I now have the wealth of knowledge that I do. It's also why I'm able to learn new information quicker and for long periods of time. No, like seriously, I'm not just saying that, it's science. When you connect an ability or characteristic to your identity, your brain begins working to keep your actions in line with that identity trait. You see, your mind likes to categorize. It likes having an identity. So if you just started working out and you say to yourself, I want to keep doing this, then start thinking of yourself as a person who goes to the gym or a person who exercises. Don't only say it, say it to yourself, but express it outwardly to other people so that they too can become a system of accountability for you. Now the brain wants to maintain its own self-perception and how others perceive it. So you'll be far more likely to stick to the habit. Boom. So there you have it. The keys to creating a more empowering identity. Step one, shrink your ego. Step two, identify your character traits. Step three, figure out which traits are beneficial and which ones will just get in your way. The traits that you've been conditioned to have that won't serve you in the long run. Step four, get rid of the crappy traits. <laughs> do the soul searching, get therapy, practice meditating, whatever you need to do to remove the problematic parts of your old identity. And step five is the last one we need to talk about that honestly, to me, is the most important of them all. Please listen to me very closely. This is arguably the most important thing you will ever hear me say. The key to everything you want in life is learning. Ignorance is not bliss. It is never bliss. Ignorance is pain. And if you're in pain, there's a good chance that you could get out of it only if you knew the solution. That's the purpose of this podcast. Living is hard. And to some extent, pain is inevitable. But we go through so much more than we have to in life because of a lack of knowledge. The greatest influence I want to have on this world is to make learning cool as hell. I am the reject that people will eventually deem extraordinary because I choose to sit at the feet of greatness daily. Every guru and every expert I can find in my field or things I want to learn about, I absorb their knowledge. Through books, through their videos, their words, I make them my mentors. Even as a bodybuilder, I want people to see my physique and attribute it to the books I've read. I want them to see my happiness and know that it comes from a learned skill set, not luck or a fair life. I want them to think I'm a badass so that I can then tell them I'm actually worthless and painfully average. I credit everything I am and will ever be to knowledge I've acquired. Most of the time from a book, a podcast, or legitimately a video on YouTube. 
Like there's a million people who've done what you want to do. And I guarantee you at least one of them made a freaking awesome book about it. Remember, ignorance is pain. So if you want to hurt less, get your knowledge up. As your knowledge increases, continuously mold your identity so that it aligns with the goals you've set for yourself. With those two things, you can truly embody who you're meant to be and stop failing at being you. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the Reach Higher podcast. Stretch out your arm, let me help you lift it up, and together we can reach higher. Reaching a bigger smiles, stronger minds, greater successes, and better lives. Thanks, guys. Peace.